0: Hello, lovers and friends. Welcome to episode 163. This is the season three episode of Ask Abigail Anything. I have really grown to love these episodes. Um, It's always fun to hear from you guys as listeners, as clients and friends and family and all the different things and and places that I get some of these questions from. And so we're going to kind of dive in. Uh, I also want to give a little plug for the current series that we are in, which is the Law of Attraction series. Y'all are loving this series and I love that you love it. So uh, be sure that if this is um, an episode you're falling upon and you realize or don't realize we are in the Law of Attraction series, be sure to head over to listen there. It's in the range of the one sixties and it's so powerful. And so many of us are trying to, utilize the law of attraction and we are misusing it and not to our advantage. And so uh, I like the way that I am breaking it down and explaining each piece. Uh, We have more episodes coming through such around frequency. Um, Last week, I just talked about wanting versus having. And and so we're we're just going to continue to grow around how you can use the law of attraction in your favor. And today I use the law of attraction in my favor to attract a bunch of questions from y'all. So I'm going to give you a little quick shout out. I've got four questions here. We're going to walk through, and I think that they're all they're all very diverse. And uh, I love that about them is that uh, I was like thinking on the answers a little bit and thinking, wow, how great that they're diverse and that they'll pull up very different answers. So I'm going to start with the simple one, which is from Jen. Thank you so much. How do you start a podcast? Um, I want to give you a very quick tip because obviously. I have a podcast, we're on episode 163, season three, we're about two, I think we're two years in. With that being said, a lot of people will ask me or say that they want to start a podcast. And the first thing that I tell someone who wants, who thinks they want to start a podcast, I say, go do a Facebook live 20 days in a row and see if you still like it now it's not exactly the same but showing up for something 20 days in a row especially a live broadcast now these are recorded but essentially it's the same energetic output and uh the 20-day consolidated effort and like to see if you really like it see if you got enough to talk about uh all of those different see if you can deal with nobody watching you (laughs) nobody watching your stuff um because you will definitely have some realizations through that process like oh that was awesome and I love it and I can't wait to get started what's next or whoo glad I tried that before I downloaded a bunch of other stuff that is not for me so um that's my first suggestion is if you're even considering that you want to start a podcast do Facebook live 20 days in a row on something on on topics and and whatever it might be and then uh how do you start a podcast like Great question. And I want to talk about two. I want to answer it from energetically. How do you start a podcast and then logistically how do you start a podcast energetically is you've got something to say. You've got a message and a mission and a passion and a purpose and and it is the best format or the most inspiring format is the spoken word. Uh, I don't do video. some do. That's it's a little bit more of a production process. And so it's really about what serves you. But, I think that a podcast is so valuable because I also like to listen to audiobooks and so like this is something that people can do on the go. Uh, they can put in the earbuds and and be washing dishes or cleaning the house or driving somewhere or doing something and and so it's it's a very specific listening audience that that absorbs and receives and consumes podcasts. So energetically make sure that it's something that you really actually want to do that Um, I remember when I was trying to pick the name for this podcast, because believe it or not, I didn't know. I knew for about six months that I wanted to to do a podcast. And I was like, what can carry the weight of hundreds of episodes? And I for six months, I considered different topics. I considered doing live coaching. And I was like, how am I who was going to agree to that? You know, I had a lot of different conceptual thoughts and then i was driving one day and it landed on me like a sack of bricks it's like uh abigail hearts unleashed you could unleash your heart and then interview hearts that are unleashed and i was like oh, there's literally millions of unleashed hearts i can do thousands of episodes and so i've been so um so grateful for my own topic and and the the direction that i've taken it and and followed but so you really do want to wonder what topic can carry the weight of hundreds of episodes because you know a podcast its its intention is to reach an audience it's you could do it for self-expression but there's also a lot of other things you could do for self-expression that don't require as much efforting <laughs> right so i'm going to switch my answer over into the logistical side which is you need a hosting site i use blueberry i'm going to talk about the stuff that i use cuz i really love it But logistically, you need a hosting site. I pay Chance Hayden, our editor, and he does all the editing. And so this podcast has cost me more money than it has made me. So, well, at this point, that's probably not true. But certainly getting into it, right, getting started I had to put money in and money in like the the podcast the blueberry is, you know, $40 a month. What else do I pay for? Um Zoom is $15 a month cuz I have the subscription one where you can have, you know, endless conversations. You know, and then I have Mailchimp which also is the emailing service that I use which is how I notify people about episodes and things of that nature or market each week. And so there's like these other factors that come into play of, you know, you're not just sitting down recording a jam session and then it goes on to iTunes there's a or you know wherever you listen from there's a lot of logistical factors that go into it so you want to have either and here's the thing I knew right away I am not going to be the one to edit this material. I tried to edit a photo once in Photoshop and that was where I learned like I am no no editor. (laughs) So I have Chance do that and I am so grateful. In fact he's editing this right now and I just want to say Chance I love you. Leave this in here for all to hear (laughs) and if you guys haven't met or heard of Chance he'll be on an episode one day. I I always invite him on and we'll have him on someday but also feel free to go follow him. musician and a great one at that uh functioning out of Oregon and and he plays oh god he's he's super jazzy y'all so go follow Chance Hated on social media and um and so he does so much of the editing. And then I really like using Weebly as a website editor because it's very uh, plug and place and and drop items. And so it's user-friendly. And if you go to heartsunleash.com, you'll see like we have the blog, we've got the search by title series, the search by series uh, series uh, tab. And I have teammates who also help me do this. Jill Weeks, she is also up in Oregon actually. And uh, she is on my team. She's our client relation director, and she helps with all the blogging of the podcast. And so this is not a one-man band. It can be, but you're going to run yourself ragging and you're totally going to run out of steam for this kind of work. And so I highly suggest having a team or support structure or plan to not have so much output. I do two episodes a week. And so that requires a certain level of commitment. So if you're having one episode a week, maybe one every two weeks, one a month, it just really depends on what your release schedule is that Uh, what the intensity will be like but the last thing I will say about how do you start a podcast is you must have intention if you do not have intention it's going to lose its spark very quickly and um, my intention is to reach the hearts of this world to unleash the hearts of this world for me to live unleashed, this is a very therapeutic experience for me and so I really enjoy the experience itself. And um, more of the intentions is brand awareness, being able to share with you guys, come to you about the company, about the books, about the book clubs, new programs being released, um, challenges for you to unleash your heart. Just all the things that I offer, I really enjoy creating more awareness around my offerings as well. And so you have to know what for if I'm going to have a podcast, what for? Because if it's just to ramble or to be heard, it's going to lose its effect because you don't have listeners all the time right away, or um, you don't get all the time a lot of feedback on each episode. And so you have to trust the purpose and intention without getting feedback sometimes. So that's my full answer about how to start a podcast. I hope that that served you. And if you're considering doing it and you do have more questions, please reach out. Uh, message me directly. And I'd be happy to answer any questions you might have about, you know, logistics or creativity aside, whichever works for you. And um, I have a backup question from Jen and I want to, I think she meant it to be fun and playful and I want to answer it because it's important. It says, why are you so smart and pretty? (laughs) Number one, I, I wanted to share it just to have some fun. And thank you so much. I feel so smart and pretty. And I want to answer this question seriously, though. Why am I so smart? I don't like learning the same lesson twice. I do my best to receive lessons from the universe, from people, from circumstances and things. I try to learn quick. I am smart. I wanted to answer this because a lot of times, you know, I'm 31. I started coaching at 27 and I did not get hired because 50-year-olds, 60-year-olds were like, there's no way that you can help me. It sucked then, and now I make a huge difference in the lives of people at all ages, and, and I have much better facility to have those conversations like, hey, why don't you just get on the phone and find out, you know, and so... um I'm so smart. <laughs> I I like to consider it street smart. And then obviously I consider myself an emotional intelligence expert. So I don't know even if it's smart as opposed to emotionally intelligent, right? I don't know algebra. I don't know the quantum physics of everything, but I do know how the head and the heart work. And I understand the human psyche. And I really love working with that with people because it sets everybody free to be smart and to have fun. Because when you feel smart, you feel competent. And when you feel competent, you get that you are capable to create anything that you wish. And so love that question. And then why am I so pretty? I got a good answer for this one. Number one, thanks God made me that way. And my mom and daddy look good. But also I'm pretty, because my energy is vibrant, right? I'm clear. I'm peaceful. I'm happy. I'm genuinely happy. And the reason I wanted to answer that is because you know, pretty people who are really ugly, right? And so I want to reframe what pretty is like. And you know, people who maybe they would consider themselves ugly or grotesque or disformed or da, 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 da. And that's not true. It depends on the energetic of a person, how much anger is packed inside of them or how much sadness and resentment or resignation. And so pretty people can be ugly, but you know, you look, you literally can change your physiological makeup by being a high frequency human being. And so I just wanted to kind of add that one in. Like I said, I'm sure she asked it to be playful. And I was like, Oh, nope. I got answers for that. <laughs> and then I have another question from destiny. Thank you for reaching out. And she asks, how do you keep pushing forward when you just want to give up? Great freaking question, destiny. Um, number one, you get my book, giving up, giving up the memoir of a quitter. <laughs> it's online. Um, also two this is super side note is I don't know how much I support Amazon. And so I keep trying to transition my books and functions all to my website. So for those of you who are interested in buying my book, I would love to encourage you to head to AbigailGaza.com and buy it direct from us. Uh, We package it with love. And I can see who's purchasing. Amazon doesn't let you know who buys your book. And so it's harder to personally thank you or to send you some good energy. So um, if you're ever referring the books, please head over to AbigailGazda.com to check those out. Uh, right now, I have a little bit of a hang up with that because Talking to the Trees is, is still just an ebook, which means it's only available on Amazon. And that I will eventually be having that in print and also available on the website. So, I say get the book, Giving Up, Giving Up, The Memoir of a Quitter, because I talk so much about what I had to give up in order to keep going. How do you keep pushing? We don't go forward or we stop pursuing when we start to lose hope, when we feel hopeless, when we can't see our future, when we don't feel supported. And on the other side of that coin is when we feel isolated and alone. And so you keep going forward by reminding yourself what you're going for. What do you want? What do you see? What do you hope for? And allow yourself to have it. I just talked about the um, in this law of attraction series, the two episodes you may want to listen to, which are the five steps to the law of attraction and then wanting versus having, which is our wanting prevents us from actually having. We do not allow blessings to come our way. And so we usually sabotage them or resist them. and, And then when we do that long enough and we can't quite figure out how or why we're doing that, we get very discouraged. And when we are discouraged, it is so easy to feel defeated and then want to give up and quit pushing. So, um, I encourage you to release, 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 any resistance you have to being cared for, provided for, loved, attended to, and allow yourself to receive. Because when you do that, it's not going to be people all the time that show up in your life. It's going to be a blessing. It's going to be a a phone call for an interview. It's going to be, um, a couple bucks in your bank account, or someone's going to pay you back. That's been owing you. Like you don't get to know where blessings come from because you are not the one forcing your hand to create them. God, the universe, the powers that be are conspiring in your favor For your life to work, it is in your disbelief that your resistance keeps you stagnant. So keep going forward. And sometimes, you guys, I'm sure you might have heard this story before, but there were some days after divorce where I knew I wanted to build my business. And some of those days were so hard. I didn't want to get up, I didn't want to go out. I certainly didn't want to show up as some type of life coach who had it all figured out. And so, There were days where moving forward only looked like opening up my laptop that seemed to weigh 150 pounds, and I would open it up, I would open one email and respond to it, and I would close my laptop and I'd lay back down, or I'd I'd go eat, or I'd relax. And so sometimes going forward is in a crawl, it's in a walk, it's in a jog, or and it's in a sprint. And there's different seasons, and there's different phases but learn to crawl, not to quit. Even if it's one email or one text back or one connection, it doesn't matter, but just don't stop. It's my lesson in life, my lesson in business. The only way to fail is to quit. It's not mine, obviously. I like to relay that information, but you can't fail if you don't quit. You just keep figuring things out. So don't quit, don't stop. All right, last question. Uh, This is from Sarah, and I think it is such a thoughtful question, and I was really excited to answer this. And um, so thank you so much, Sarah, for this question. She says, many people feel up-leveling in their bodies. How does that show up for you and or can you speak into that effect for those new to the work? So what does that mean? Many people feel up-leveling in their bodies. You, okay, I'm gonna backtrack we have been raised in transitions right? You go from your infancy to toddlerhood, toddlerhood into school age. And in the school age, when we go through middle, uh, excuse me, elementary, we are then phased into middle school and that's an adjustment period. And then after about three years, we adjust. There's a, a new phase into high school. We adjust, we recalibrate. Then we phase into college. We adjust, we recalibrate. Then we phase into the workforce, adjust, recalibrate. There's relationships that we end, adjust and recalibrate into um, new jobs and careers. So there's a constant, you know, movement. And if you pay attention to yourself, it's very likely that at the very least, every three to four years, you're going to feel a natural inclination for some major shifting. It's because of the patterning of school that we have very much learned that we are conditioned to it we almost expect it therefore we create it in ourselves and then there are seasons of the year uh, i just got off a call today And uh, we were talking about seasons and the, and, and you have to be able to identify what season you're in, right? Uh, Let's talk about the animal kingdom. Winter is for hibernation. I actually, you know, what a great episode I'd love to recommend is from the sex and intimacy series, which is all about periods, seasons, and cycles. And this just isn't an episode for feminine, uh, for menstrual flow. It's for males understanding seasonal flow as well because we all have it and so you have to be able to recognize that you're in a season and then you have to recognize when seasons are shifting this is that this is what's true about saying spring cleaning all of a sudden we come out of hibernation and we got to clear the cobwebs we got to stretch our arms and legs and and expand a little bit right and then the summer months are usually very hectic and busy and they can tend to run you ragged and so fall has this natural slowdown phase where the weather gets cooler. So you have a little bit more ease in your being, right? So I'm just talking about the climate seasons, but you have seasons in your body. I will explain the seasons, let's say, of Hearts Unleashed and this podcast. Some of you guys know every year I do disappearing December now. That is where I sign off social media. I completely remove my apps, and it's December is for Abigail Rose Gazda. And that is that. I have no expectations of myself. My team does not have expectations of me. Um, like I just say, there's there's you know, I will produce, I get inspired, and I' I write or I, I call the team and I do it, but there's nothing on the calendar that says I have to. And so, disappearing December is a whole season for me. And then into the new year, January is for me and my team. We have the, the year uh, launch, the year structure where we meet for a weekend and get together and plan how we're going to have the best possible impact we can with our company and the podcast and, and all the content and services. And then February, you can start to always anticipate that it's the top 20 countdown of the Hearts Unleashed podcast, right? It's where I start really making my way back into social media. Even in January, I don't give myself a lot of pressure to be coming back. I ease back into it. And then into February, I go live for the top 20 countdown of the Hearts Unleashed podcast. And this is a lot of fun because it's the chance to reconnect with my communities and really come out of my own hibernation. And then... Every year on my birthday, February 28th, is the launch of the next season of the podcast. And then the season basically runs February through November. And so that's a very intentional season focus, seasonal focus, because If you do not accommodate the seasons, you will run yourself ragged, you will be out of inspiration, you will be out of energy, motivation, you won't want to connect with people, you'll become very angry, annoyed and resentful of others who want all your time, but you're the one who's not giving yourself time to recover, to rest, to recuperate, to revitalize and something that um you may not know about me is i actually take a week off a month um i don't go completely off the grid all the time however i uh pause my weekly calls with my clients and i i don't put a lot of pressure on myself i try to schedule out my podcast episodes and that way i can give myself again expansion you nothing oh gosh this is one of my favorite quotes which I made up um, (laughs) is uh, the same way that blood cannot flow through a constricted vein, abundance cannot flow through a constricted mind and heart. And so if you are not allowing yourself a chance to expand, you are constricting your own blessings from coming into your life. So you've got to not do that, okay? So back to this question, I wanna answer it pretty directly is people feel up leveling in their bodies. Yes, you do. The urge, so she said, How does that show up for you that um, I'll share a little bit more about myself? And then can you speak into that effect for those who are new to the work? you know you are feeling this. You just don't pay enough attention to your body, mind, and heart. So this is those times where like all of a sudden everything's super annoying. You wanna rearrange the rooms, you wanna do a purge, you wanna like clean out your closet or, or maybe you clean out the fridge. So that's, that's the, the sign that you're not paying attention to yourself and now you're getting itchy from within. That's a good sign that it's an up-leveling time. Now, up leveling, I want to say is we are evolutionary beings, if you don't know, right? I know that you know that. And so we are always called to evolve and our human creature comfort, that brain of ours, that inner critic keeps Fooling us to believe, I just want to arrive. I just want to make it. I just want to be in that place in my life where I can finally chill out. Well, guess what, love? That is so false. It's not true. And actually, I totally recommend going to listen to the five steps of the law of attraction. It's only a few episodes back. I think it's episode 160. You definitely want to listen to that because this is the exact conversation you up level. And then when you settle into that new up-leveled space, you will naturally notice the next phase of contrast. You're like, okay, I got this house or this car or this relationship and I want this or now I want that. And if you're not intentional about it, you'll end up chasing carrots that are never fulfilling or satisfying. And so you really wanna check in with what is this up-level about? Is it about irritation, um, things that need to be released and go? Or is it actually about up-leveling and reaching for something higher and newer? And that is the reaching for, is it from an authentic space, right? Is it a want and a desire because you think that that will make you feel happy and better? Or is it a natural expression of who you are and it needs to come out? This is all about speaking your truth. So this is where I'm going to kind of wrap up this answer, which is... If you are not living your authentic self, you will feel a pull, a push for up-leveling constantly because your throat will hurt, your chest will hurt, your gut will hurt, the back of your neck and brain will hurt because it's pushing at every boundary saying, let me out, your soul is begging you, let me out, let me breathe, let me be, and we don't listen. And so you have to listen to your body. This is such, so important. And I recommend journaling. I recommend meditating. I recommend dancing, singing, you know, some physical activity. But until you're speaking your truth and being your most authentic version of yourself, like you're probably going to feel that up-leveling urge. It'll get naggy. So you definitely want to make sure that you're releasing the old and welcoming self-expressions. And you know, here at the Hearts Unleashed podcast... (laughs) All I recommend is self-expression. I want to thank you. I want to thank you for another great uh, episode of Ask Abigail Anything for season three. We have them once a season, so be sure to tune in next season when um, I start. I usually promote it that week, the week I'm recording it, and you can always ask a question that you'd love to uh, get answered on the podcast. So Thank you again for being here. Be sure to head over to wherever you listen and review the podcast. It's always so helpful. Uh, You can also head to Facebook, our Hearts Unleashed fan page. Uh, It's just a page you like. And then you can leave a five-star review on there as well. And then the other place that we collect reviews is on iTunes. So I just want to thank you again for being here. Thank you for unleashing your heart. Thank you for holding space for my unleashed heart. I love coming to this podcast. It is such an expression for me. Uh, My throat chakra does not hurt because I am here weekly to share myself and to connect with you more and more every year. So I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers.